0: Welcome back to another episode of Auction Talk with Steffes Group on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. I'm Rusty Halverson. In studio with me, third generation auctioneer Max Steffes of Steffes Group. Welcome back, Max. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. It's good to be back in the studio with you, Rusty, and a familiar face for us. Levi's back.
0: Yeah, Levi Otis of Ellingson Companies. Levi, you came in uh, for another show that we did, and uh, we talked about some of the myths about uh, drain tile and did some education when it comes to drain tile, and we're going to talk about a new topic uh, this week. Uh, something that's uh, probably near and dear to your heart, something you've been working on for several years now. Tell us what you got going on, Levi. Hey, thanks.
2: Thanks, Max. Thanks, Rusty. Um, it's nice that it's kind of warming up after our little cold spell. <laughs> and uh, in, in not not too long a time, we're going to start seeing the geese coming back this direction. And uh, um, we know we have about two hunting seasons in this in this state, spring and, and fall. And for some reason, sometimes they blend together. But, uh Uh, in 2020, we went live with QR posts. Um, uh, it's a posting company that we put QR codes, no different than any QR code that you've seen now in the last several years, uh, put it on posted signs for a way, uh, for farmers to help manage all the requests that they get, uh, either from hunters or hikers or snowmobilers or, um, photographers, bird watchers. So uh, obviously, in our neck of the woods, hunting is the the uh, dominant uh, request that farmers get. But around the country, it's it's a whole slew of different things. So um, we started that back in 2020 is when we went live. Okay. Um, that <laughs> my brother in law is a web developer and he's my partner, and uh, <laughs> he was living in Denver at the time. And the news I don't know if you guys remember the posting laws coming out about electronic
1: posting. Electronic yeah, is right deal. before.
2: They developed electronic posting, which wasn't great timing on my part, but the farmers were mad because they had to go out and, and post each piece of property mm-hmm. and and felt like every year, like right? Every year yeah. right? Or if the signs lasted, they didn't have to, but people because would knock them
0: down. Generally, if land is not posted, it's kind of considered to be open land. Is that correct? Yeah,
2: in North Dakota. Okay. Right? There might be another state. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, uh, but most other states are presumed to post it meaning no different than your backyard if somebody comes and sits on your patio you're kind of like uh you know what are you doing yeah you should probably ask permission um but north dakota if there's no sign and now no electronic posting you can still enter somebody's property to hunt or do whatever you want um, so are you that required was required
1: to check the electronic posts. So if, if, far, you, or hunters are, yeah. Okay. So if you pull up to a quarter of land and it is, it is, uh, there's no sign, there's no sign. You're supposed to go on the GIS site and check to see it's not electronically posted. Correct. And if it's, if it's not, you're good to go shoot geese or yep. pheasant or deer or whatever. Yep. Huh? Yep.
2: Exactly. So there's still some heartburn with that because, um, you know, somebody might not post it, uh. If you're an out-of-state landowner, like if you live in Moorhead and you have land in, in North Dakota, you can't electronically post. So then you have to drive over and post your uh, property physically. Really? Um, so that's it, that's a little difficult. Um, and I understand what Game & Fish is trying to do. They're trying to make you know make everybody happy. It's, it's a little cumbersome, um, but it is there. And I think it could be a great template for maybe even the rest of the country Um, but at the same time that they were dealing with that, my brother-in-law called and he's like, why do our hunting friends hate our farming friends? And why do our farming friends hate our, hate (laughs) hate our hunting friends? friction, friction from time to time. And we grew up in Devil's Lake, right? And, And, uh, we'd go hunting with our buddies and, and obviously you're going to school with farm kids. So it wasn't as hard to find hunting land as maybe somebody driving from Wisconsin or Fargo or Grand Forks or wherever. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a thing to us back then. Um. Kyle and I started a, we started one company and actually there's a, uh, there's another company that's live now. And basically it was the same, same premise. I used to be in the hotel business. I worked for Thoraldson, which is a good North Dakota company. Mm-hmm. And we, we treated each uh, piece of land like a hotel room almost, right? Check in, check out. Um, and we, it was before Airbnb, but we got so in the weeds uh, farmers want it easy, right? They've yeah. got, they're getting tossed, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of technology every day. And if it's not around for a while, they're not going to use it. Yeah. Right. And they don't want to start something in, you know, two years it's gone. So, um, you got to keep it simple early. We were just talking about our video, right? If if, you, if if your video is longer than 32 seconds, somebody's moving on,
1: right? Yeah. And for, for those of you listening, you're curious what we're talking about. So QR posts, you go to their website right now they got a great 30 second video that uh, Bryce and I were actually watching earlier that kind of breaks down exactly what QR post is and Basically, all it is is a T-post with a nice aluminum, um, probably eight and a half by 11 uh, QR code on it. Where, mm-hmm. you know, basically, if you're driving down the gravel road, you'll see this QR post. You pull out your iPhone or your Android or whatever, and it will bring you right to a dashboard, right? Yep. Um, th- and it allows you to request uh, to, to access that land. And the landowners can then monetize that, right, and, and get money from it?
2: Yep. So it's, it's, you, you brought up the monetization I would say 35 to 40% of our landowners charge. The rest um, is probably 15% that just don't want anybody on the property at all. And then 50%, they don't want to charge. They just want to know who's on their property. They don't want to get sued if you get hurt. And uh, they're, they're totally fine. But they want to be able to track who's there. And if somebody damages, they want that name. So next year when those people come back, they can say no. Yeah. Um, but to your point, so you scan the sign. Uh, If you're the owner, Max, I say, Max, Levi, uh, two buddies like to hunt here today and tomorrow. So I put in the dates. You say, yep, no problem. I I get kicked back a receipt that, that says I'm there for these two days, right, today and tomorrow. So next week, if you're driving by the farm and you see a couple guys out there say, hey, you have permission. Yeah, Max gave us permission last Tuesday. Well, that was for you know, that was then, that, that was this then, is this is now, <laughs> I give other people yeah. permission. And, you know, that's one thing we run into in North Dakota a lot is if you give somebody permission, sometimes they treat it like
1: for a lifetime. Yeah. 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 And
2: then you give another guy permission and now you're the middleman getting in trouble because you said yes to everybody. Hmm. And that's frustrating to, hmm. uh, to a lot of farmers and, and hunters. So we just tried to take each one of those issues, uh, simplify them. And ease that communication or bridge that communication gap. We're not selling as much signs as we would have if e- e-posting wasn't there. Because, mm. but the farmers are putting e- uh, QR posts in their contact information. Mm. So if you go and Max has it, you know, uh, his is e-posting. Um, you could click the link right there and it takes you to the farm and and uh, you mm. request permission. So it's a, it's a way for the farmer to manage all the requests instead of putting his phone number in um we've got customers that you know sometimes 20 phone calls in a day you know it's like wowza. and and you know how crabby it is you get if somebody (laughs) if you break down your snowblower in the middle of winter you know or just think of that while you're combining and people are arguing or asking where to hunt yeah um it just it's 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 a full-time job for these guys to help people find places to hunt and um i'm sympathetic right we i'm a 2a guy i want hunting to be a massive part of our our heritage um but we're just trying to really fix it so hunters or farmers aren't annoyed and hunters have places to go
0: Mm -hmm. okay let's take a break right there we'll come back and have more with levi and max coming up in just a moment right here auction talk with Steffes Group on the mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. Welcome back to Auction Talk with Steffes Group here on the Mighty 790 104.7 KFGO. I'm Rusty Halverson. In studio with me, Max Steffes and Levi Otis. Uh, Max, Levi, we've been talking about uh, something that Levi has, uh, QR posts. And uh, just to clear it up for maybe some of the listeners, when they hear QR posts, that's different from what they may see a little signs on the road, plots. Can you kind of describe the difference between that, Max?
1: Yeah. So in the state of North Dakota, PLOTS, we have the PLOTS program, and it's another way for landowners to monetize uh, hunting access on their properties. So what it stands for is Private Lands Open to Sportsmen. And the state came out with that in the late 90s, and it's been wildly successful. I think there's close to a million acres that are enrolled in that plots program throughout the state. And uh, lately, on some of the land that we've been selling, we've really noticed some lucrative payments as as high as, you know, 111 bucks an acre for some of those plots agreement payments. Mm -hmm. And just another way, kind of like QR posts, to be able to monetize uh, access to your land. Of course, with plots, anybody and everybody can go on the land without your permission. There are some exceptions for that with, with uh, trapping and, and some other things, but uh, kind of compare and contrast maybe a little bit how QR posts is different from
0: that. Yeah, Levi, I would think w- with some owners, with QR posts, you'd still have uh, some control over your land where plots, it's any and all welcome.
2: Right. Yep. You guys are nailing it on the head. So with QR posts, you can, you can block off or put out blackout dates, for instance, if if you and your family do deer hunting, and but you want people to be out there hunting ducks and geese all year, right? You can block off all deer season, whatever. Um, out of the 115,000 acres that we've got posted, about 35% of our farmers say no hunting. I, do, I just don't bother me. I don't want to be asked, okay? 15%, maybe a little more, are charging, um, anywhere from twenty to fifty dollars. I think fifty is actually the highest anybody is charging. Okay. Um, and then, and, and that's then the, per
1: gun per guy.
2: Um, some are per gun per guy. Some are per group. Okay. And then um, most of them, I think all but one, have notes in there that says if you're under eighteen, don't be counted in the amount of people hunting. Okay. So they don't charge mm. for anybody under 18, 18 and under. Um, one of my buddies that's a customer, he doesn't charge for anybody twenty five and under. Okay. So
0: um, college kids get a break. College kids get a break. <laughs> beer money.
1: Beer money. Right?
2: <laughs> well, that's funny you say that because that's why some of the guys are charging is just they're like, well, if they have some skin in the game, maybe you know I'm going to have less issues, and then I'm using that money for beer in the shop for all my guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I think that's fair. Um, and so, with plots, you open your land up. And it is a little hypocritical because we've, we've tried to sit down with North Dakota Game and Fish a couple times and see if there's some things that we could work out where our customers could manage their land with QR posts using the e-posting site. And um, when we get to the charging or the ability to charge, they've kind of pulled away from the table and said, oh, we're going to get crucified by the hunters so we can't have these conversations. And But yet they're taking the license money and paying farmers to leave their land open. I am a private property rights person. You know, I think that leaving your land open is a good thing, but it is again, your, your uh, prerogative or your right to limit who and when you don't know if me as a farmer, if my, my son is coming home with his buddies from NDSU to hunt this weekend, Mm -hmm. right? Or my, my wife's husband and, uh, or my wife's brother and, and their, their, Uh, family are coming to hunt this weekend, right? There's just a hundred different reasons. You might, you might donate your land to a, um, the Lake region state college, uh, fundraiser for a hunting trip, right? Like there's a million reasons why you might not want somebody to hunt. You might not want somebody to hunt because you've got cattle out there. You might not want somebody to hunt because your kids are, you know, planting some rye. I have no idea. Yeah. Again, (laughs) a million reasons. So, um, with, with plots, I think it's a great program. I, again, I do think it's a little hypocritical when they get mad at us because we allow private property rights or private property owners to, to charge. Um, so someday we we'll, we're going to get around that. I think I'm, I'm pretty positive. The rest of the country, uh, as you guys are aware, <laughs> you know, you can go get a hunting guide for 6,000 bucks for a week, right? What's the difference? That guy's paying somebody to be on their land. Um, and even here in North Dakota, we've got how many guide services, right? And, and they're either paying people under the table or they've got really nice friends that let them hunt for free. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't necessarily consider it competition just in the sense that I think that the guys that sign up for plots are like, what the heck? I don't care. I'm going to let somebody hunt it anyway and just don't bother me about it.
1: Yeah. It's kind of easy. It's a no brainer thing. They don't have to manage it. Yep, and exactly. There's some merits in that, but certainly QR post offers a little bit more a tremendous amount of care and control that you you otherwise forfeit as both of you guys said with with the plots arrangement because that is open 365 days a year for people to, to hunt as long as the season's open Yep, absolutely
0: all right we're running short on time fellas one more time levi where can folks go and also to see that short little video that max mentioned one more time with that website
2: yeah the easiest is qrposts.com qrposts.com uh go check it out our contact information is in there um info at qrpost dot com is a, a great email or Levi at qrpost.com. dot uh, com. Shoot me an email. Um, I we understand it's a very contentious conversation, but we built it to bridge the gap and hopefully open up open up for everybody. Right? We just want people to understand the other's point of view, and if they use it, hopefully a lot of that animosity drifts away.
0: All right. Awesome. That sounds good. Well, Levi, thanks again for coming into the studio. Max, as always, thank you as well.
1: Thank you, Rusty. Appreciate you uh, bringing us on again. And Levi, thanks
0: again for coming into the studios with us. Outstanding, Levi. Thank you. Awesome. You've been listening to Auction Talk with Stephas Group on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO.